All right, what up, everybody? This is your boy, Chris Conscious, again, back with another show. I'm kind of excited about this show because I want to talk about something that is political. <laughs> I know y'all are like, yo, this boy always talking about something political. Yes, I am, because this not only is something that affects our politics, it also affects our life. And what am I talking about? Immigration. Yes, I'm putting it out there, immigration. And I want to say this. I'm not talking about legal immigration. Uh, No, I am a little bit talking about that. I'm going to be referencing legal immigration, but I want to talk about illegal immigration because I don't like how our left media or our democratic media is kind of boxing illegal immigration in with immigration to make it seem like there's some discrepancies with people coming to this country. And it's not. It's always been the same. It has not changed. It was the same under them as it is now. There's no change to legal immigration. We talked about illegal immigration. So um, let's, let's, I want to differentiate that because I know that these shows bring a lot of haters. And I know how it's going to be when... I know the trolls are going to come out. So let the trolls come because I'm ready. Um, I always have information. Um, Again, a lot of my shows, I can bring the sources, but you know what? You guys got fingers in Google. You could do everything else. Go, Go do your research. I'm only going to just be talking about information that I have read and received. Um, I'll let you know when I'm not sure when, um, I'm saying, Hey, I think this is what it is. Uh, and I could be wrong and I'm okay with people saying, hey, Chris, you kind of said that wrong. Uh, obviously, in another video, I'll rephrase. But my feelings and my ideas about it are not going to change just because I might have quoted some information wrong. Is because sometimes I forget the information I look at unless I have it in front of me. Luckily, I do have some information in front of me. So let's get on with the show. But before that, make sure you like, like, and subscribe, share, share, share. If you're on YouTube watching this, make sure you hit the notification bell, put all because you're not going to get all of the notifications of all of my videos that post if you don't, because I want you guys to uh, share and I want you guys to have this conversation. My whole goal is to spur conversation, not spur rhetoric. I don't care about your rhetoric. I don't care what you believe. I'm not trying to change anybody's mind or what they believe about it. What I'm trying to do is just share information, share both sides because I get, I get all sides. I have, I'm I'm a both sided person. There's some things I really believe that, uh, is our, our duty and some things are not like I, I, uh, just preferences. I think do get that. There's a lot going on in those other countries. And that's why people are coming over here. But that ain't our fault. Just because your country can't get it together, because y'all don't got the balls. Uh, see, y'all gonna get mad at me. Because y'all don't got the balls. You're not ballsy enough to to challenge your own government. And I know, hey, there might be some different government. Oh, communism <laughs> that we're trying to do here, right? But uh, that's another. That's another subject. We'll be back after this. Here we go. This is your boy, Chris Conscious, and you're now logged on to Cypher on the Block right here on Speak Music Radio. Let's go.
all right guys we're back we're talking about the first subject and this subject is talking about building this wall and we're talking about and this is obviously leading into illegal immigration and immigration one of the reasons why we're building a wall look guys i i know that there's a lot of rhetoric out there about this wall and and, and trump hating immigrants and all this stuff i don't care about that i'm going to talk about the reason why this wall is needed one before you trolls get out here and say well you're you're separating families you know we're not separating families let me say when you come to the argument of separating families the people who came over here illegally are the ones that separated their families so because they came over here illegal now they're trying to bring the rest of their family over and you're going to say we're separating families you know you did that when you got came here you did that when you came here because if you came in legally you can actually get your family in legally because you know the process and you know how to get it done just saying common sense remember i always say i'm not christocratic I'm, I mean, I'm not a Republican or Democrat. I'm Christocratic. And I say that in my uh, last segment, uh, in my last segment of the show, when I'm talking about politics. But this is going to be a whole political thing. So I'm a common sense. I'm Christocratic. My own politics. Common sense. If we want to talk about separating families, if you would have came over here legal in the first place, you wouldn't have been separated from your family. So stop blaming Trump. Stop blaming the government. Stop blaming Hillary or Obama. And I'm talking to the, the, the conservative type too. Let's talk about individual responsibility. If you, as the illegal immigrant, did not come over here illegally in the first place, you would know the process to get your family here legally. I'm just saying, because there's always been a legal method to come to this country. Just because you don't want to go through the process doesn't mean it's a flawed process. And because it, it takes too long, of course it takes long. Because we don't want people here who are going to do bad things in our country. We got enough people here doing bad things that we got to take care of. We're not going to add that. So yes, it's a long process. But it's a process that you have to do legally. So, uh, so one of the reasons why the wall is, is one, safety. People... Here's the thing that people are not talking about. The minute you cross the border in secret, not uh, you go through methods that are not through the actual gates that are or the places uh the the checkpoints. Because just like when we get when we go to the airport, every time we go to an airport, we go to the country, guess what? We go through customs. We have to make sure that we don't have any fruits or any vegetables that don't belong in here because they haven't been FDA approved. There's a lot of stuff that you got to go through when you go through customs. So first of all, you're coming from another country into this country illegally. We got to make sure you're not carrying something illegal over here. So you have to go through the checkpoints. So that brings me to the safety issue. If you're bringing, if you're coming through illegally, nine times out of 10, and this is not Chris, this is actually a statistical, statistical fact that they're bringing something with them illegal, whether it's weapons, whether it's drugs, they're bringing something illegal, or they may be forced to do it because of obviously MS-13 and the cartel down in, in, in certain countries. You're doing something illegal. We already know. So you're already a criminal. First of all, you're a criminal for crossing the border illegally. 
That's that's you're breaking the law. Just like if you maybe maybe people think that drunk driving is not a really bad law, but if you're driving drunk, it's illegal. You're going to go to jail. You can't sit there and get mad at this guy and say, "Well, he's only drunk because he got problems at home and this and stuff like that." They're only crossing the border because they're trying to get away from 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 this and away from that and away from this. It don't matter. It's illegal. <laughs> Go to the border at the checkpoint and say, I want an asylum. My life is in danger. There's a process for those people who asking for asylum. And we take them in. So while we're sitting here acting like the wall is a bad thing, some of y'all are, are, are not educated. That just shows me you're not educated. You're not educated about the facts of the whole situation you're only going off your emotions because a bunch of people are getting up trying to get some talking points so that it can get certain votes because guess what you know why the immigration thing is a big thing for democrats right now because the black folks went over to trump's side <laughs> i'm sorry majority of them have and and that's a statistical fact guys i you see it all over the internet blexit movement like people are not dumb black folk ain't dumb so guess what they can't rely on the black vote anymore so they don't care so now it's all about immigrants and oh, it's not fair that you're not a, they're, they're clumping the immigration, uh, legal immigration in with with illegal immigration, right? So safety. Um, another 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 one of the things the war is combating is MS thirteen. MS thirteen. Their sex trafficking. Um, I actually was just watching um uh, the show. Um, uh, I'm not going to mention the show because I don't. Uh, they ain't giving me no coins to promote them. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in that phase, y'all. I, I need coins because, br brother, I, I'm tired of working for other people. But anyways, um, I was watching a show, and he, um, this show had a gentleman who worked for ICE and Homeland Security, some different things. He ended up quitting um, Homeland Security and ended up uh, because there were certain things he could not do because the government tied his hands. He actually started an organization to go rescue kids in other country who are victims of sex trafficking and stuff like that. And, um, they were talking about the, 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 the highest growing criminal empire is sex trafficking, child sex trafficking and child slavery. So slavery still exists today, um, in other countries. And this is why I'm so sick of hearing black folks cry over the slavery situation in America, making it seem like America is this horrible country because we had slavery some 200 years ago. The fact that make this country good is the fact that we actually abolished it when there's countries that are still in slavery. <laughs> there's countries that still promote slavery. <laughs> like, and they've been doing it for decades before us. We were a country that was so great who said the slave can revolt and people say, you know what? Yeah, that's not right. Let's get rid of it. Our country was so great that while other countries still practice slavery, we got rid of it. And then when we did it, people like Great Britain and different European, excuse me, geez, European countries has gotten rid of it, which I think is interesting. So... Knowing that they're combating that, and um, they said the the thing about ICE, people think that ICE just deals with illegal immigrants and gathering up. That's like a very small proportion of what they're doing. They're the biggest. ICE is one of the biggest organizations that deal with pedophiles and sex trafficking. No other organization does 
as much for sex trafficking as ICE and Homeland Security. Because that is where most of it's happening, is illegal immigration. Um, that's how uh, it happens. That's what Ill illegal immigration is a lot about. It's about sex trafficking and trafficking humans and slavery and stuff like that. So we're we're not you know, we're not seeing the facts. And when we're when I'm listening to people who are actually fighting these fights or out there, this guy was so restricted by the government and what he could do because of us. We think ICE is a bad thing. We think Homeland Security is a bad thing. So guess what? We got laws that restrict what we can and can't do. He had to go start his own organization so that he can legally go into other countries and help sex trafficking, help get these countries in a better place because we can't intervene in foreign policy unless we're, we're because if we did, just like y'all saying, oh, Trump is, he's over there with the Ukraine trying to interfere and, and, and all this stupid stuff. Like we get mad when we interfere in other countries, but then all these other countries, immigrants that come on over because the countries are bad. Then we're mad because we won't take them in. But you're going to want to say that we're supposed to do something about it, but we're not supposed to do something about it. So this guy went out and created his own organization to go help free kids. They saved over since he started. They said they saved over, I think it was 20,000 kids since they started that organization. I'm like, man, thank God. Thank God somebody's doing something and it takes a private organization. Wow. A private organization. Oh, but we don't like that because that, that's capitalism, right? When private organizations take over things, it's, it's capitalism. But save two, twenty, almost 20,000 kids since he started. Wow. Because uh, we don't see no governments doing that, right? <laughs> but anyways, so another thing this wall is about is um, um, not only combating uh uh, obviously gang recruitment uh, Sex trafficking uh, Drugs The regulation of, of what's coming in Our population uh, Job growth Like if, if we're sitting here Complaining that we don't have jobs We don't have enough jobs in America We want more jobs We want more jobs We're always saying We need more jobs We want all our politicians To give us more jobs But yet We're bringing people in here To take the jobs that we have we're blaming the 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 the, uh, uh, the millionaires and the corporations for hiring cheap labor, but then we're allowing the cheap labor to come in here. How does that make sense? We're advocating for illegals to be over here illegal, and we're not supposed to question it. We're not supposed to force them to get get citizenships, but they're over here working for pennies. And not only that, we're actually advocating for them to have jobs. Well, they they have jobs and they're they're doing right by by being here and, and they're 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 working and working hard. We're advocating for them to have jobs, but yet we have our own homeless who don't have jobs. We have our own communities that don't have jobs. Black community, i.e., uh, some of our Latino communities, i.e., we have such high crime in some of these communities because there's no jobs. But yet we're allowing somebody from another country come in and work for less than what we fight for we fight for uh, um, uh, a living wage and we fight for raising our minimum wage and making sure that the people have enough money to 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 live but yet we're under you're we're undermining that 
by allowing illegal immigrants to come in who are not legally work, but they want to work. So then they'll work. And guess what? This guy over here is like, whoa, they can't hold me to the minimum wage because, uh, yo, they, they want to work. I can't really legally hire them. So I can't really legally hire them at minimum wage. So I'll give them a little money under the table. Boom. And then they do the job. And wondering why we don't have jobs. So then we got people who uphold the law and say, hey, they're here illegally. So we need to to, to bring them back to their country because they have to be a citizen to be here. They have to have work visas to be here. That's what all. And it's funny because people from other countries do it right. People come here from Africa, get their student visas, get their work visas. People come from India, get their student visas, their work video, uh, visas. They come here and do it right. But yet we're given an excuse for the people south of the border to come here and do it illegally. We're undermining our law. This is one of the things why I say I, I'm, I, I like common sense politics. And when I start looking at some of our liberal democratic policies, they contradict one another. I'm like, wait, how are you going to fight for minimum wage, but yet you're going to let people come over here and live for free, not pay taxes and get paid under the table and work? Because guess what? And I'm not saying that 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 big corporations are always being greedy or people who hire illegals are being greedy they might just be like yo they need help too they might be literally trying to help these people saying but they know that they can't legally hire them so then they do stuff like let me hire you i'll give you this amount of money to do this this and this and this and they give them a little bit of money so it doesn't look bad so then the auditors from from the irs ain't coming i'm like hey you know what like you're paying somebody that we don't know that you're paying. Like, wait, what's going on here? Because they can't legally hire them. They can't legally report them. The IRS coming down on us. So guess what? They're not going to pay them a minimum wage. They're not going to pay them all this high stuff. They're going to be paying them a little penny. So it doesn't look bad. They're, they're trying not to get audit by. They're trying to help somebody, but yet trying not to get in trouble with the uh, IRS. So it's just, it doesn't make sense. Your policy does not make sense because you're not considering that. This is what I like about sometimes when, when we're doing certain policies, we have to understand, okay, what is all of the factors that play into this? When you allow illegal immigrants to come and stay into our country, you put businesses at risk who like genuine, and I'm not talking about crooked people. We're not doing that. I'm not going to sit here and act like everybody's crooked because everybody ain't crooked. We're talking about people who genuinely want to help these people. And they're saying, well, they need a job too. They're here. Well, let me help them eat. Let me help them, you know, do this. They came to me for a job. Let me help them. But then they can't legally do it. So, but then y'all trying to make it that they legally do it, but that doesn't make. So now you're undercutting the people who actually need to help, which is the poor people in our communities. And I'm sorry. I think we should take care of our own first before we allow any other persons who, who don't contribute to come in. Now, if those immigrants come over and they, they, uh, they start businesses and they do what they need to do, they get the citizenship, then fine. But if they're not, no, we don't need to be helping them. They need to go back to their other own country. That's what a border is for. That's what sovereignty is about. That's what having our country, our country, you have to embrace the values of this country before you decide that you want to come here and work and, and take advantage of our system. Um, that's another thing that this wall is about. It's, it's about protection. It's about it's about protection uh, on, on, on the level of safety, crime, uh, drugs, sex trafficking. Safe uh, is about protection on our economy, our jobs, uh, our homeless. Like we should be, we should go just, we should go harder for our homeless population than 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 these illegals that are coming over here not legally. It's funny how California is so quick to hide these illegal immigrants, but we got 
such a bad population of of homeless people. Like it's bad. It's I'm sorry. When I'm downtown LA, it stinks. It stinks. Because people pee on the sidewalk. People laying on the sidewalk. These people ain't got showers in. They don't have proper medical. They're just laying out there on the street, just ridden with tents and, and, and trash all over downtown L.A. It is not pretty. I like how when they show us on TV, and because I used to work for a security company that helped do movies and, and commercials and stuff like that. Do you know when they go and do the commercial, they hire security so we can clear off the block of homeless people, and people laying there in their tents and stuff like that they literally pay for that block so this is why when you see the commercials and the tv it looks so nice oh la is so nice but when that commercial is done being shot all the homeless people move right back in it's bad it's horrible but yet we're protecting illegal people who ain't even supposed to be here come on guys where are our priorities we're taking on more problems than we can handle and wondering why our taxes are high and why this is high. And it is, yeah, they're going to tax us more because they got to do something with these illegals and people that ain't supposed to be here. So I'm sorry. I That's how I see the wall. I don't care what the Democrats say. I don't care what Trump say. I believe that that wall. And the funny thing is we already got a wall there. It's always been a wall there. Now, there are some parts of the, uh, of the countryside that don't have a wall because they uh, obviously technology at the time that they built the wall probably wasn't um, sophisticated enough to actually build a wall over certain barriers and certain natural barriers and stuff like that. But I believe that if we have the wall and the stretch of land that we need to have, those those natural barriers that are hard to build a wall on will be able to um, patrol a little bit more easier instead of vast lands of nothing. So, but we'll be back at this. We'll, we'll, we'll be talking more on this. Here's the question of the day. Do you feel it's fair to allow more immigrants in our country when we have our own homeless and less fortunate to deal with? Why? Or why not? Comment below um, this video or wherever you're seeing is at with whether you're on YouTube. If you if you're on my um, podcast, listening it from the radio or from iHeart or that, please go to the Wiley Life or uh, uh, at the Wiley Life or go to um, a Cipher on the Block. You can DM me on Instagram. You can DM me on um, uh, Facebook, or you can comment. You can go to the video. You'll see the uh, uh, the uh, the same title of this podcast on that video and comment on the video answer the question i want to be able to to answer your questions on our lives in the future please 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 or um i want to highlight your your answer on the lives so please 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 do that um share this with your friends get them uh, uh involved with the conversation let's have a real conversation about this um I will say this because I've been seeing some kind of disrespectful stuff i don't do disrespectful if you're disrespectful i won't even respond to you um don't disrespect my character or anybody who is participating on my uh, uh, blogs. I don't care who you are. I will delete you. I will block you. I don't care. I don't deal with those type of people. Um, I don't need. I don't need those type of followers. Um, but if you if you do object and you respectfully reject, you're welcome. We can do that. But we're not going to be assassinating people's character. That's what we're going to let them do that in the world. They want to do that out there. We're not going to do that on my channel. So uh, let's keep it respectful and keep it uh, uh, right. We'll be back after this. 
Now it's time for the love lesson of the day. I get excited about this love lesson. That's why I get my voice got to go low like this. I just kind of like, like the love lesson. You know, obviously the love lesson is a derivative of dating Chris, which you guys have not seen yet because that's coming soon, coming soon. Um, but here is the love lesson of today. And this one is for men. I want you to really listen to this. Uh, men, the best way to increase romance in your life is to stimulate a woman's mind. My God. Now, me being a talker, as you can see, I talk because <laughs> I'm uh, no pun. Intended. That's not even a pun. But um, I love talking about intellectual topics and mind you i don't talk about politics with the p women that i date because that is a disaster i'm gonna tell you that story in dating chris coming up but uh <laughs> but uh that's a disaster but i do like talking about art and society and and, and history and and stuff like that with i mean and hearing the thoughts of the woman that i'm talking with like the most sexiest thing to me man oh my god look you see i gotta rock back and forth man. But the sexiest thing to me is an intelligent woman. Look, I have my preferences and my types and everybody does. But one of the biggest things that I love in a woman is that mind. Now, I know that for a woman that a man with a mind is sexy, but it's also sexy for me. I don't know what you guys, you men, all you out there uh, prefer, but me yeah, you can have the thick, you know, stuff and the thick thighs and, and the nice, you know, shapey body. But an intelligent woman? Mm. Mm. Wait, an intelligent fit woman? Mentally, spiritually, and physically fit woman? Mm. But anyways, <laughs> it makes me... Whew. All I can say is, my God. So, <laughs> my God, but, um, but because I'm like that, I understand that a woman is turned on by the mind. This right here. If you have her here, you got her everywhere else. And I'm not saying this for y'all little dogs out there to try to use this for game and stuff like that, because honestly, women sift out fake real fast. You know, unless they've been broken. Some broken women have a hard time sifting out fake. But that's a whole nother thing. So you, uh, and I'm going to talk about that in a different love lesson about how to heal another woman. Um, but. Uh, uh, you have to. Catch that mind. So. My advice would be to make sure that you're able to have substance. Put yourself into situations where you're experiencing new things like art, um, like um, uh, music and, 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 and culture, uh, other cultures like history and stuff like that. Like read like man, read a book, read about finance, read about about about, about read self-help stuff that help you expand your mind because i'm telling you when you have these intellectual conversations with women i don't care what age they are they're like wow 
because inherently i don't uh, despite what the feminist movement saying what all this new age independent woman stuff is every woman inherently in themselves loves a man who is sure of themselves who is alpha in nature i ain't talking about beta alpha in nature i i, th- I believe that and this is just an opinion now remember i said i'll, I'll differentiate i believe that women who like beta uh, beta men are are most of the time extreme feminists who feel like they're an independent woman and I'm a strong woman and they like to dominate their men or they're doing it for some type of political social points but uh, <laughs> that's just my opinion but real women 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 who who are sure of themselves and and understand their womanhood they all want an intelligent sure of themselves alpha male and I'm not talking about abusive man. I'm talking about the alpha, the man that stands up and is confident in the things that he do and the knowledge that he knows. My God. So get that mind, y'all. Go out there and get that mind, boy. You better go get that mind. I'll feel you. You better go get that mind. But anyways, that's the love lesson of the day. All right. So we're back on this topic. Woo! We're talking about... <clears throat> The homeless in America, and obviously, um, there's a correlation between illegal immigration and homelessness. And and, and I'm gonna say this: I know that there's different uh, reasons for people being homeless. Uh, so I'm not really gonna talk about uh, too much of the the political side of homelessness, but I'm gonna t- I'm gonna speak to the heart about homelessness. Um, as I uh, go around um california and doing the different things that i do here down in los angeles i should say um and california because even in san francisco when i go up there for uh certain conferences and stuff like the homeless problem is horrible up there like it is like at night it just wakes up it's like i'm like jesus out there doing doing drugs in broad daylight like i'm just uh, not broad daylight but in the middle of the street like this not even hidden and i watch police to drive right by and why they're shooting up and there's some laws in San Francisco that allows that, which is beyond my understanding of uh, why they do that. But I don't think it's helping the problem. They have these uh, dispensaries all over around the streets where you can throw your needles away so that the needles are not put in regular trash or they're put on the, uh, or left on the street or something for somebody to hurt themselves with it. And I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I, in a sense, there is a good part of that, but then there's a part of it that's like, but aren't you condoning the idea of drugs instead of cracking down on the drug dealers that are out there and not selling these drugs? But I don't know, put more resources towards rehab probably would be, or making the drugs not available. Like, why is that so hard? I know there's illegal, they, they can do so much. Like I'm watching these oxymorons out here, how they can do certain things with immigration. Now here, here's my thing. You can get illegals out of here. You can get, you can keep terrorists from bombing any more buildings, but yet you can't keep drugs out of here. You can catch all these top dogs and you can't keep drugs out of here. I think there's a conspiracy. I think somebody's lying on these drugs to the flow to keep uh, what we call the, I do believe in the, 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 the school to prison idea. And I do believe that there is this big thing uh, with uh, filling the prisons up with criminals. But I just don't believe it's based on race. I just believe it. it's just one rich person wanting to be more rich. <laughs> like, that's just be honest. Like, there are some greedy rich people. 
And we need to come down on us, but we don't need to say that everybody who is rich is evil because that's not true. Um, other than that fact, and then uh, then the liberal hero Mike, uh, I mean, was it Zuckerberg, the Facebook guy? Then he must be evil. Then you know, or or Google must be evil. But these are the people who support those agendas, right? But they must be evil. They're billionaire. Or Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Sanders is a billionaire. He must be evil, right? If all million billionaires and millionaires are evils, then we talk about some of our politicians, uh, 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 Elizabeth Warren, Hillary Clinton, all these people, billion millionaires. Are they evil? I'm talking to the liberal because you don't think they are. But yet we're saying that all. But anyways, I don't want to get off on the tangent. That's a whole nother thing. But but uh, but in far as in the prison system, we do know that there is some people who who make money off of prisons and they got to fill their prisons. And I think that's unfortunate because that type of making money off of that situation is, is actually hurting our country versus helping it. So um, I really would uh, love to see something change in that area. But so San Francisco have all these people out here with these drugs and and, uh, and same thing here down in um Los Angeles, I'm just watching people do drugs on the street, and they're just homeless. And and there was this crazy law that I was talking when I first got here, uh, and I saw this video of somebody feeding this guy on the street, and I had found out that they had got arrested when they did it um, because it's actually illegal to do that. <laughs> like what? It's illegal to feed the homeless? Like there's some laws on the books that it's illegal to do that. You have to get like certain type of permits and go to the go to the state to to feed these people. You have to go pay the state for you to go feed a homeless person. And one thing about California, they want money for everything. They want they want money if you took doing photography on the street somewhere. And I'm just like, that's dumb. And this is why you see a lot of movies being filmed other places like Atlanta now, because now California is getting ridiculous. They taxing for every little thing. They're going to be taxing for you to breathe air real soon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that therefore we have a homeless crisis and we have all these crises because there's laws that are designed to make money for the government. So now we can't actually help the problem because we got to go pay all this money to get a license to go feed a homeless person. Like what normal person is going to go to the state to get a permit, pay for a permit to go feed a homeless person. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> But yet you're protecting immigrants. You ain't got to get no license to do that. You you like a big dog if uh, if if you uh, uh 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 are protecting immigrants. You big dog. You can do that free of charge. But but you can't help the homeless. You big dog if you help the immigrants. But you 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 can't make affordable housing here. You big dog if you help the immigrant immigrants. But you you can't find a, a system that's helping single fathers or single mothers live here in California. These are the type of policies. You want to see what the Democrats in Washington want to do? Look at California. Look at uh, 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 New York City. And look at their homeless problem. Look at the drug problem. Look at the problems in that state. Look at Baltimore. Remember when they would talk about Cummins and everybody tried to go to, I, I don't care. I don't uh, like, and I'm going to tell you this guys, I'm not knocking. I know some of y'all like, well, Chris, you got conservative on your, 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 this and that. And that's, so, you know, I'm not, I do 
love conservative values and I did a video on what the values are and why because it's not about the party for me it's about what it stands for um um the things that they stand for that I agree with there's some things that I agree with on on, on the libertarian and then the liberal party and, and 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 the green party there's some things I agree there's some things that I values that I encompass from them as well um but as an overall if you look at all of the things yes a conservative values i ain't gonna say policies i said values kind of jive with my lifestyle more than anything um i want to differentiate the conservative party and policy with values i believe in families i believe in strong families i believe in limited government that's a libertarian thing I, there's certain things that i believe in you know that makes a person successful in life when people are able to have policies that push them to be self-responsible so um but going back uh so we, we you want to see what these democratic policies you look at these 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 cities that are ran by democrats these states that are ran by democrats we talk about cummings and then i'm and, and i was talking about him because i said and rest is so god rest is so um and, and you know i pray for their family i pray for all our politicians who've lost people you know because i know how that feels like i did I did this story on it not recently uh, on the kobe uh on the podcast where i was talking about the loss of kobe and i actually talked about dealing with the loss of my parents um, I, I feel for the families. So, but as Cummings has been senator over that area for 30 years and they've been having Democratic uh, uh, leadership, Black Democratic leadership for years. And I'm, I'm going to say Black because I know a lot of Black people in here looking at me that I'm Black and they're like, wait, what? You you hate your own and they're going to call me all kind of Uncle Tom's. But for me, you're an Uncle Tom if you call yourself a Democrat and you're Black. And you run in a city and a city is probably one of the worst cities in the whole United States. If we're black and Democrat and we call ourselves for the people, we should have the most thriving city in the world. But it's hard when you call yourself Democrat because you have to do what the Democratic Party tells you to do. So that's why I advocate for don't be a part of these parties. Let the Republicans be Republicans. Let the let the uh Democrats being Democrats. Now, I'm not saying that if you if you like their their policies, then you like their policies, then own those policies. If you like what the Democrats is doing, then own that. But just understand that your policies is creating these problems. Own it. And fix it. If you like the Republican and you are a black Republican, be black Republican. Just own the mistakes of the party. That's why me, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really, I don't really care. I just, I go with who makes sense because we have choices. It's not like we have multiple parties. We pretty much just got two parties. So I'm going to go with the one that makes the most sense to me <laughs> in that moment. You know, back in the day, it used to be the Democrats. Now, right now, the Republicans are making more sense to me right now, especially in this day and age and what's going on. Um, so, um, so. I kind of look towards some of the things that they're doing. So I, I just put the disclaimer. But we have to look at how we're treating our homeless through these policies. Like if we want to see what's really going on, then why is it so hard to combat some of these? Because we have too many laws, too many laws. This is why I really agree with uh, uh, limited government. Why are we even creating a law about feeding homeless people? 
California just made a law about straws. Like, are you serious? Instead of telling people to be responsible for throwing a trash where the trash needs to go, we're going to ban straws. So all the people who are being responsible for their, their, their trash has to suffer for the ones who are not. How is that fair? Now I got to drink a paper straw that disintegrates in my cup and make my drink taste like cardboard. How is that fair? How? How, Sway? How? <laughs> but anyways, I didn't do that good. I, I really like the way Dave Chappelle did that. But, um, and then here's another thing I, I don't like is that we're trying to defund um, places like the Christian associations. And, and, and this also gets into what liberals are doing and Democrats are doing. They're trying to really diminish the impact that Christian uh, businesses and organizations have on our society. Do you know that one of the biggest reasons why uh, sex trafficking is getting so much attention is because of Christian organizations, Christian missionaries who are all over the world because they're not restricted by what they can help with in government all over the world in, in places like Honduras and, and, and Venezuela and, and Mexico. These people are risking their, risking their lives. Good people. You that y'all demonize that the Democrats and the liberals demonize good people because they won't accept uh, certain things like the, uh, uh, the what's going on in the uh, alphabet community or accept abortions and certain things that are against their religion. You mad at these people and you're demonizing these people. And these are the people who are combating some of our biggest, biggest problems like homelessness, starvation, sex trafficking. These people are helping these people, giving these people, giving money to organizations like I mentioned earlier with the guy, giving money to those organizations for them to go save kids. You demonize them. Like even my church that I play for, they go do missions in, in Mexico and in different places and they're helping these people build build uh, infrastructure. And yes, it's through the church. They're building churches, helping them build orphanages and helping them build all these. Different. I got my friend... um. Um, uh, one of my best friend Keisha uh, and her daughter, my 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 uh, my goddaughter, uh, they're about to go to Africa to help them over there, going to the orphanages, teaching them dance and 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 helping in that. It's like I know that some of y'all like teaching them dance. No, I mean it's it's obviously they're orphans. They're in, in these impoverished nations. It's more than that because their their involvement helps them get money to bring over there to donate to them. They raise money to donate to these orphanages and the services that they give is that they teach dance to um these 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 kids uh so it, that's just their service while they're over there but they're doing things to help bring money to this orphanage to help these kids get educations to help these kids uh, uh grow and get food and and it like but these are christian people like and we demonize them but we say we have a homeless crisis so there's two things either you're gonna allow us to do it or you want the government to do it. And you know if the government does it, it ain't going to be done right. Otherwise, it would have been done right. Look at California. We have all these laws that prevent individuals from doing things, but they don't got laws that help them. We can't even make affordable housing, which is one of the leading causes of homelessness in California. I know this one dude um, who was in this van. It was like a Scooby-Doo van. It was really decked out. He let me see. He had, he had a couch in there. He had TV. Like, it was... His van was like state of the art. 
he said, I can't really afford a house. But he he literally works in the movie industry. He's a, he was uh, some type of um, excuse me, some type of um, producer. But um, he was obviously he wasn't a top tier producer, but he was a producer. I think he did commercials or something. He made money, but he didn't really make enough money to 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 to, to sustain house. So he said, I got rid of it. And he bought that van because it was just him. Like for him to say that, like, yo, it's not worth buying a house in California. And he lived in his van. And then another reason why, because he's always traveling, he's always producing somewhere. So he's always living in trailers and stuff anyway. But so I get it. But he said, it's not worth having a house. It's not worth buying. He can't really afford it. Can't afford to, to maintain it. And I was like, that's interesting. So, um, it's just interesting how we 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 always have our our politician that campaigns for these things, but we can't combat the homeless in America. But here's what you can do for homeless, and this is what I'm going to end this segment on because this one is getting long. <laughs> I get long winded a lot lately, but we can one first of all we need to change our laws. California, we need to change the laws. We should be able to do more. Individuals should be able to do more. Uh, organizations should be free to do more. Um, we should be getting funding for. Uh, for places to, to harbor homeless people and get these people. We need to do more to combat drugs that are keeping these uh, 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 people homeless because they're spending their money on drugs. And, and that's what a lot of them are doing um, and, and, and helping them. Like it's, it's enough. It's not enough to give them food, but we need to teach them. It's just like uh, the Bible says, uh, you, you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day, but you teach a man to fish. He will eat for a lifetime and we're doing too much to give a man something and not teach a man how to do it. Um, and that starts with re rehab, rehabilitation, relearning, reeducation, and getting people into a point where they become vi viable in the society. Um, we need to do more on that end versus, oh, let me just give this person food. Now, I'm not saying don't give them food because they probably are hungry. We want to get them to a point where they're, but that can't be the end all be all. We need to be able to um, educate them and get them into a place where they can make the decision to get off drugs. They can make the decision to do better, but we got to give them the skills to do that. Um, we need to do more in that area. So um, we'll be back after that. Yo, what up, everybody? This is inspirational fitness motivator Shaka Heard with your Shaka Shreds fitness tip. Did you know that drinking water is really important? Actually, most people don't realize that by the time you're actually thirsty, you're already dehydrated. So check this out. When you get up in the morning, within the first 30 minutes of the day, you should already be drinking at least a glass of water. And then every hour, make sure you're drinking some water. Your goal is to have a gallon of water a day. Stay hydrated. If you want more fitness tips, information, meal plans, email me at officialshockerherd at gmail.com. That's official, S-H-A-K-A-H-U-R-D at gmail.com. Let's get healthy, y'all. I'm not Democrat. I'm not Republican. I'm Christocratican. I just like common sense. Okay. Here was a law in California, and I'm only highlighting this. This happened like last year. Um, I didn't get to talk about it when I wanted to talk about it, but I have came across this news story where um, California passed, changed the law because of this immigration problem. And the funny thing is they didn't, and, and here's how I saw this law. They didn't change this law because it was going to help anybody. They changed the law because they just wanted to fight against what Trump was doing. 
And I thought that was the most stupidest endeavor. If I had any, any, any respect for uh, the governor of this state, Gavin Newsom, or the Democrats that run it, I just lost it on that one. <laughs> like, and I give people the benefit of doubt all the time. Like, I might not like what you do, but you a person, you a person, you might be a good person. Just because you don't agree with me doesn't mean you're not a good person. But when I saw this law, I said, these are not good people <laughs> at all. These people aren't, they, they don't care about people. They don't care about nobody. All they care about is we lost and we want to beat Trump and we're going to have a tantrum and we're going to make it hard for him. That's all they're going to do. And they don't care who they hurt in the process. These are not people. And that's how I saw this law. So the law was that they're going to punish. They changed the law to punish any business owner who helps ICE or, Depart uh, or uh, Department of Homeland Security find illegal immigrants. Or who, who actually follow federal immigrant law. If your business... That means if you don't hire illegals, California is going to fine you. And I heard it was like $1,000 plus. And I think after a certain while, there can be some type of uh, prosecution or something going on. Um, I didn't read the whole law yet, but um, I just saw the story. So um, the reason why I'm not giving you the law, because I still have to read the law in its entirety. But this was the story. I'm only giving you the information that I got from the media source that I looked at. Um, but this law is punishing the business owners who follow federal immigration law, meaning if you report your workers who are immigrants to ICE, you're going to get fined. If you don't hire these people, you're going to get fined. If you don't, you know, so it's like, wow, if you follow the law, if you help ICE, like, how is that helping anybody, including illegal immigrants? How is that helping? Because now what people don't realize is that there are people who are hateful and I'm not condoning any hate, but when people feel threatened and their lives are threatened, their livelihood, not just threatened physically or physical harm, but their livelihood, their ability to eat and take care of their family. Guess what? You can call it racist all you want to if it happens to you. You gonna fight for yours. And sometimes that results in violence. I'm not advocating for violence, but you gotta think about the Darwin's uh, uh, theory of survival of the fit fittest. When people are trying to survive, this is the whole reason why there's so much crime in Chicago and Detroit and, and, and different um, big cities is because there is not resources to feed my family, to feed me. Guess, so guess what's going to happen? They're going to rob. They're going to take. They're going to kill to get it. So now you're putting that immigrant, the illegal immigrant, in jeopardy and in danger of his life for people in this country. And you're 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 going to turn people who were good into what we would think is bad people because they decided to hate the immigrant who took food out of their mouth who took a job that they could be working to feed their family um case in point i just saw a case in point i just saw and this is unrelated to this uh immigration i just saw a uh 
something about loan forgiveness where this guy asked uh, um, a certain senator, uh, so how's this loan forgiveness work? I paid for my daughter's education. So are you going to pay me back? So if you're going to forgive all of these loans for all of these people who, who got these student loans, what about me? My daughter didn't have money. I worked and paid for that. You're going to give me my money back because she owes me. And the senator couldn't even answer the question. I, and I, that, because mind you, I was for loan forgiveness. I have my own student loans <laughs> that I want to get rid of that I cannot pay right now. Uh, uh, due to if uh, uh, you're going to hear about my story uh, later on this week uh, due to some str struggles in my life. So, uh, Seeing that it made me because I was for loan forgiveness, it made me second guess guess my stance for loan forgiveness. Right. I was kind of like, yo, I didn't think about that. Like, how fair is that to the person who actually paid their way to college? I decided instead of doing what was feasible with my my education. Now, yeah, did I want to honestly, I wasted a couple years of school not knowing what I wanted to do. And I finally ended up deciding to do uh music um which in a sense like music can get you paid or music can make you broke it just all depends because really music is not about a degree nobody cares that you got a degree in music it might make you look good but what pop star is looking for somebody with a degree in music nobody if you can play you're going to get the job. If you play good, you're going to get the job. A lot of times on most of these jobs, there's people who get associate's degrees in, 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 in uh, information technology or IT, or and they get paid more than those who have a bachelor's in it. And now this person with a bachelor's has thousands of dollars of debt, of school debt, and the person that went to tech school only got $8,000 of debt and got the same education and got a better paying job. You know, so... I made the choice to get something that wasn't lucrative. And now I want somebody else to pay for that by loan forgiveness because they're not just going to get rid of the loan. Somebody got to pay that loan. And if it's forgiveness, that means the government is going to be giving money out to get rid of these loans. That's coming from tax dollars that somebody is paying. So in a sense, that man who paid for his daughter to go to school is now about to pay for everybody else to go to school because he has to pay taxes. That is not fair. So when I saw that, I was just like, wow, wow. And that made me think about how we enact these laws um, that favor one, but disenfranchise another. And um, and that's what I was talking about this um, law um, about uh, not uh, the law about helping immigrants is that like they're going to um, start. I'm over here struggling for my words. Start punishing businesses for this uh, following national immigration law. You know, so it's not fair. You're disenfranchising. You're allowing these people to come in. Take these jobs of the people who need them. Then that person gets mad and ended up creating a dangerous situation for the immigrant. And then it's a dangerous situation um, for retaliation for the person who it's just it's just it's causing division. We say that Trump is doing it, but these laws are. Nobody hates immigrants. 
people are starting to hate immigrants because of the way the Democratic Party is presenting this thing and allowing these people who are not even of this country, who did not sacrifice and, and, and agree to live by our laws and our, our situation by becoming a citizen, to take the things that we deserve as citizens. Yes, that's going to create division. So stop saying that one man is creating division with his rhetoric, because that's not true. It's the policies that our government as a whole makes, not just Trump. Thank you guys for that, for being on this show and listening to my rhetoric. Um, I really appreciate all the comments that are going to come in and that half came in. Um, you guys have been great. Um Continue the conversation. Continue, continue, continue. Share this video. Like, like, like. Don't forget, I have a store. I have. Um, uh, you can you can also support this show on Patreon. I honestly, I'm just I really need the support, guys. Um, uh, as you're gonna see in the next couple of days, I'm releasing my story. Um, it's gonna be talking about my felony and how I caught a felony and how it affected my life. Um, it's, it's hard guys. It's hard to say this because this one is embarrassing for me. It's embarrassing to tell the world that I have a felony because I pride myself on representation and, um, um, and my good nature. And I understand that people don't look at people's good nature when they find out they did something bad. Uh, so, but I'm at a point in my life where I don't care anymore because I need what I need and I've been disenfranchised because of it. And I'm really a good person. I haven't been in trouble since high school. So I'm going to be talking about that soon, but I will need y'all support. Please consider going to my Patreon account, supporting that, and then um, support my show by donating. Like, it's really cheap. You can do a dollar a month. You can commit to a dollar a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. I just, it's just, it's just take coins, little coins, man. You know, honestly, I can run the show uh, with $2,000 or less. Or I would say at the least $1,000 a month. It helped me run the show and be able to keep providing content. And um, be able to promote the content and get it out there for people to be influenced and helped and get the information that can benefit them from my podcast. So consider um, doing that or going to my you can support me by going to my Teespring store. Uh, the Wiley Life you see on my T-shirts because y'all know I say certain things like feel me. Uh, yeah, uh, I have shirts. I have mugs. Um, we out here in the streets. I have my logo shirts and stuff like that. I even got some um get big gear because you know i used to do get big moment which i'm going to be doing some more the big moments are coming back um um and those are my motivational things i love motivating people even when i'm not motivated i still motivate because guess what as i'm motivating you i'm motivating myself so stay tuned for all that and we out here in these streets we out here in these streets <laughs>